Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another Thing. Thing. Where we talk about current events, pop culture, things we love, things we don't, all slathered in gobs of laughter, and all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. Hey thingies, it's Kelly Goodman. Thanks for joining us. And this is Darcy Monet. We are so happy to have you. Today's show is, uh, I think, an important one, and it is called Erasing the Tapes. Mm-hmm. How do we undo the damage that was done to us in childhood? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the stuff we play over and over and over again, and we can't, we have to find a way to get past it in our yeah. adult life and, and not keep for living. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, everybody has it, no matter, I mean, you could have come from the best family, but there's always something that uh, either, you know, a parent or a parent figure or even a sibling mm. or a teacher said to you that sticks in your craw. Yeah. And you just and you can't, can't never forget it. Yeah. It's funny because my mom always said to me when, when we were younger and we would be having fights and she's like, my job is to mess you up. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom would always say, that's fine. That's money you'll spend at the shrink. <laughs> Oh, God bless mothers. I know. But, um, I know. So we should probably preface this show with, we love our families. Yes. You know, it's we're yes. not trying to and, and may humiliate anybody. And rest in peace. But, yes. um, you know, and it's not only just family. I mean, I've had teachers. Mm-hmm. I remember one, uh, I think it was Easter, like the Friday before we got off for Easter vacation. Mm-hmm. And the teacher gave everybody in the class like a chocolate egg. And she gave me like a sticker book. Oh! <gasps> like... Not even no. asked for anything, but totally like, and she said, well, wow. I didn't think you needed candy. Oh. <laughs> In I front of the whole class. I can't. Yeah. I thought I heard every horrible thing about what teachers have said, because I'm a, a voice coach. If those of you who are new to our show, my bread and butter is teaching people singing and teaching people how to sing. And I can't tell you how many students have had come in my door and had just terrible self-esteem issues because some dumbass teacher when they were yeah. a child told them they couldn't sing or they were tone deaf right, or right. you know I've never heard of a teacher do that or yeah. seen anything like little, that in my I life. I got little bunny stickers instead of a and it's bad enough that my yeah. mom used to give like the other kids Easter baskets and I got underwear but oh. the teacher did it yeah. See um, in my house it was everybody got seconds but me or I got less dessert than everybody else. Yeah, I have a story yeah. about that too. So um, in case those of you who have never seen our show in person or right. heard of us, um, we're, we're juicy girls. We are juicy. Yes. Luscious are, and juicy. Um, I ascribe as fat. I know Darcy is not thrilled with that. <laughs> but um, I have owned fat because it, the word can't hurt me anymore. <laughs> But um, it doesn't hurt me anymore, but it's still a negative connotation for other people. When they say it, they're trying to hurt you. And so that's the problem with me is that I don't know that you can necessarily take the power of a word back. But that right, might be a right. whole other show. But, well, and it's so funny because when I say something about, um, you know, for a fat girl and people are like, oh, but you're not. I'm like. Well, yeah, I am. So yeah. let's just get past that. Right? It's, like you, it's not like you haven't noticed oh, or that I haven't fat, noticed. Oh, you're you're beautiful. It's like, well, no, I didn't say I wasn't beautiful. Right. I said I was fat. Right. 
I know I'm pretty. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, so speaking of the no help, no seconds, I went to Girl Scout camp. Mm. And evidently my mother put in the instructions that Kelly is not allowed to have seconds. Which I never oh. noticed until one night um, we had ham, which I don't eat. And not yeah. because of Judaism. I don't eat ham um, because of Charlotte's Web. <laughs> oh, It traumatized me. It's still Fair one enough. of my favorite books. But Fair enough. It traumatized me, so that's why I don't eat ham. I eat the crap out of cured pork. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, just not ham, because it looks like Wilbur's butt. Um, so, okay. so one night we were having ham and like green beans or whatever, and I didn't eat the ham, and I said, can I get more green beans? Green beans! Right. And the counselor said, no, it's in your notes that you are not allowed to have seconds on anything at meals. That is incredible. Crud wow. And I know my mom was doing what she thought was right. Right. Just like taking me to Weight Watchers at seven years old. She thought that was the right thing mm -hmm. to do. I know she did. Yeah. Because, you know, she was told all her life, you know, fat is bad, fat is bad, mm -hmm. fat is bad. Yeah. Well, we have our our entire lives, our society is built around, including the medical community, built around fat phobia. And right. now there are, I mean, this is a whole other show too, just studies that supposedly prove how dangerous it is to be fat. But when you follow the money of who funded the study, you have to question that, you know, these 100%, 100%. are... 100%, 100%. Yeah. And then it's been, then there are other studies that trolling fat people and fat phobia is actually more harmful to people than being fat. I would agree with that because I've never once decided to get my revenge by getting skinny on somebody, you know? <laughs> Right. It was like, no, I you. ate more. I was like, if I think I'm fat and ugly, I'm going to eat some more cake. Well, you know? especially if you're an emotional eater. Like, yeah. I, I own up to that. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but mm. I'll own up to it that no, I'm you an emotional can. eater. I'll eat those words. Because yes. <laughs> I eat all the things, but I... No, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's... <laughs> We don't have to get on. Well, so much of my stigma is weight related, though. I was going to mm -hmm. say we don't have to get on this whole, but actually it is. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember my mother telling me um, fat girls don't get married. Mm -hmm. And that has stuck with me for all of my life. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of times I'm like, well, look, I'm 55 and I'm not married. Maybe she's, mm -hmm. you know. But which is bull crap. Are we going <laughs> to curse on these or not? I, I think know. we could curse on the podcast. Okay, that's bullshit because I know plenty of fat people who are married. Yeah. And they're very happy, you know. And some of them several times. <laughs> that's right. So I'm like, if they could get four people to marry them, then surely I should be able to get one right. if I wanted to go that way. Yeah, but. and I and honestly, that you know, that's something too. Do I even want to at this point? But that, mm. that for sure is a whole other show. We yeah. need to do a dating show. <laughs> we do need to do a dating show. So, even though neither of us have dated in forever because we're so <laughs> sick of it. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it was a lot of it, my old tapes are weight related, but it goes deeper than that because there was also religion in my house. Oh, yeah. Where growing up evangelical, it was all about how horrible you are and how sinful you are and how undeserving you are. And you basically need to live in a state of guilt and shame constantly. And so that tied in and my talent as a singer ended up kind of being used as a disciplinary tool. <gasps> like you can't go to practice or whatever. Yeah. Or like if, for instance, uh, the church would call and ask if I could sing quote special music on Sunday, I'd be the, singer doing a, a special song that's what we called it yeah 
and uh, they the church would be told yes. And then for the next week or two, until it was that time for me to sing, it was held over my head as, I'm not going to let you sing in church if you don't do X, Y, and Z, or if you don't behave, or if you don't. And a lot of times it was about being spiritual enough. Like I hadn't read my Bible long enough that morning, or I wasn't living biblically a certain way. And it was like, it was constantly dangled over my head. Or I'm not going to let you take voice lessons anymore if you don't straighten up and do X, Y, Z. Oh, my gosh. So, that yeah. is such I know. manipulation. And it's like, and that is, that's, like, yeah. that's like torture. That's like Geneva I kinda, yeah. Convention I level honestly, torture. <laughs> it took me till I was in my 40s to look back at that and realize that that was abusive. You know? And knowing that, knowing that the people involved, I'm not going to point any specific right. fingers, um, I know they thought they were doing the right thing right. at I the think, time. I think my parents did too. You know? Yeah. But it just, just it crushed my self-esteem so much that I, I, allowed, I allowed my weight to be an excuse for me later on when it came time for me to try and succeed as a musician. I'd write off, and granted, let me make the very clear, crystal clear, that there is discrimination in the arts and the performing arts 100%. against, you know, people with uh, meat on their bones. Yep. However, um, beside, you know, other than the fact that that's absolutely true, I also used it as a crutch. I also wrote every missed opportunity off as well. They wrote me off because I'm fat. Right. They didn't take me seriously because I'm fat. Right. They wouldn't put me on the voice because I'm fat. You know what I mean? And that I still believe, <laughs> you know, right. cause and, I'm just and, like, you know, but... and that's a weird one because that's like, Oh, it's the blind auditions. You're supposed to, you know, let mm. everybody, in. I don't know. Yeah. But all the additions up until that point are not blind. They're looking at you, right. you know, all the rounds you have to go through to get to right. that point. And so the thing is, it wasn't just me. I had, I don't know what they're looking for ever because I had friends that could sing as well as me. Or circles around me who also didn't get callbacks. And so it's like I really couldn't blame it on that necessarily at that time. Or I'd just not go for something because I'd write myself off as... Oh, they'll never take me seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had some of that too. Or um, in case you hear (laughs) weird things, I have a dog (laughs) in our very, very fancy uh, audio studio. I do have a dog and she's um, wagging her tail against a wood floor. Yes. In case you're hearing things. Or she's also is a very grunty dog. So um, <laughs> trust me that it's not either Darcy or myself grunting. It is, in fact, my dog Jolene. So Jolene. There you go. Yes. Um, but no, I, I definitely have used that as, um, uh, well, I wouldn't have gotten it anyway because, you know, look at me. Or I would make the joke or go for the f- the funny role before like not go mm. for any serious roles well i'll go i won't try out for the lead i'll try out for the wacky next door neighbor i'll mm. i'll go for you know the different oh i guess we also have amazon packages coming so okay we'll just be back in a second okay so we're back from that uh amazon <laughs> delivery <laughs> i love when i get an amazon delivery and i'm like wait what did I order? I don't remember. You know what? I have. I had to stop taking. I had to take some of my apps off my phone because mm. I will sleep shop. 
And I'll get a package like from Kohl's in a couple days, and I'm like, what did I order from Kohl's? I'm up right before bed. Everything I've bought from Wish. Oh, was Wish is right the worst. <laughs> it's only two dollars. Doesn't matter that it's seven dollars. It's shipping. Delivering. I know. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Sorry. I took Wish off because I was my own secret Santa. Because yeah. all of a sudden, I mean, you know, 365 days a, a, a year, not even Christmas. It's like all of a sudden I'd get, mm. and they start, they come in dribs and drabs, like one yes. ring, one, yes. you know, one pair of eyelashes, one, one nail polish. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I go back, and it's like at like two in the morning, I'm ordering freaking Wish stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's a dangerous one for me. And the funny thing is, like, I hadn't ordered from Wish for, like, a year during the pandemic. And my sister brought up, she's like, why don't you ever have any money? Is it because you're always ordering from Wish? <laughs> I'm like, no, I've ordered in forever. But she kind of had a point and I had to well, think about Well, my it. sister, when she was helping me clean out after my mom died and she was here for a couple of weeks and we were going through some clothes to get mm-hmm. rid of. And she's like, here's your down payment for a... A house. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's like, see this closet? That's your down payment for a house. That's as cool. as a benefactor from the house of Goodman, <laughs> I can attest, I don't know anybody who has more clothes that have never been worn than you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I was, th- I was looking at shoes. I was looking, and I have a pile of shoes that I have literally never put on my feet. Wow. Because when the pandemic hit, I mean, I wear tennis Mm -hmm. shoes I you know and now that I have um for those of you who again are are new um I have some arthritis issues that I'm working on so I I wear tennis shoes or like flats all the time yeah and not that I even wear buy heels but Mm -hmm. I have some like dress you know dress Dress shoes shoes. sure I'm I'm doing finger quotes (laughs) and I realize we're doing a podcast um (laughs) yeah we're so used to again if you're new to our show we've been doing this on camera for on and off for four years now so we're definitely funny talking to each other and being animated like you can see us i know (laughs) we're so dumb we're gonna have to get used to this uh thanks for joining us on the ride but but it's good because um although darcy is perfectly made up and she has her hair done and everything i um, thought we were gonna take pictures i didn't and i'm literally in pajama bottoms ramones t-shirt and no makeup well, if it makes you feel better, there are stains on my t-shirt. Right on. So I did I'm put a bra on there. for you. I did um, too. And and I'm like, why did I put a bra on for a podcast? But just so you know, the girls are up there. Yay. <laughs> you know, if we drop dead right now, then we're appropriately dressed in clean underwear and everything for the Well, EMTs. I'm not going so far as that there's any down there. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Why do extra laundry? That's what I have to say. But um, we should probably get back to the actual point. Oh of yeah, the show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Erasing our old tapes. And um, what's interesting to me is that I it took me years and years and years. Like I was, uh, I'm 51, and it wasn't until easily well into my 40s that I stopped to think about all the things that had been said and done to me over the course of my life by people who claim to care about me right, very, very much. Right, have your best interest, yeah. And I would just, for the longest time, I'd just write it off and be like, oh, well, they, well they're right, they have a point, they mean well, and they're, this person's really wise, and I really respect them, and I'm going to, they're right, and I should think about that, and blah, 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 until I literally, it was my sister who said, no. 
that person has been trying to diminish your light your entire life and that's not okay and it was like it was like a smack in the face to me to start really looking at that and it, it took me so long and I feel like at this point at this age I should be over certain things but I'm not because I right I just kept buying into the nonsense for so long well and that's a self-esteem thing too that you think well this person yeah. must know better than I do yeah because who am I to say well fuck it who mm-hmm. are we to say we are it took me a long time too mm-hmm. you know um and there's still things mm-hmm. wanna you know there are still oh, I am so not healed things. by yeah, any exactly. stretch. Yeah. I don't mean exactly. You're not healed. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant uh, I am not healed by any stretch. But I have to tell you, since I feel like since we both first met each other, which was mm. many, many, many moons ago, mm. I think we've both done a lot of work oh, on yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Um, I know I have. Yeah, yeah you for, for sure, sure have. And I, I definitely have too because I am, um, I just am really. You know, when you grow up with the like the weight stigma and you grow up with a parent who's dieting all the time and you grow mm. up with that being just a thing and then her grandmother and, you know, my grandmother would say to me, Kelly, oh, you're too fat. And then she'd hand me, she goes, here, eat the rest of this. I'm not going to finish it. And I'm like, you know, oh, getting, wow. getting yeah. you know, mixed signals. But my grandmother would... I, you know, I lived away from home since I was 18. And when I would come home to visit... I'd give her, God bless her, may she rest in peace. She's passed on now, but she she would give me a hug and then she'd pull me back with her hands like on my shoulders. I, I can't show you what I'm doing right now. And look <laughs> at me really from the head to the toe and just, you know, graze her eyes over my figure and just with a look of judgment and yeah. just like waiting for me to come home thin one day. Yeah. And I finally said to mom, I said, mommy, you have to talk to Mima and rain, tell rain. her yeah. that it, it makes me very sad and that the first thing that's certainly not the first thing I want to see on her face when I see her yeah. and I haven't seen her for months and months yeah that's, that's you know? really hard I mean I my other grandmother um I remember one time again I'm, I'm not exaggerating when I'm say I, I say that I was in Weight Watchers from the time I was seven mm-hmm. and in those days they they read your weight out loud oh god yeah I, mean, I don't think I was when I was 14 but I don't think they did that when I was there Um, and yeah it was it was anyway so I had that's horrible I had lost some weight on it um and I remember seeing my other grandmother and her first words to me were oh you're not as fat as you usually are (laughs) or zoftig maybe she said (laughs) zoftig but still um it goes the other way too though my sister lost a bunch of weight for a while when she first moved to California I wasn't here yet um, she was working in the food industry and it's extraordinarily taxing, right? Physically taxing work. And, and sometimes the last lot. thing you want to do when you're around food all day is to eat. I yeah. Remember, yeah. And she lost a buttload of weight. And then we went home for a visit. And meanwhile, our entire, fa- all the people in our family have always mentioned things about weight. And my sister was a runner and our uncle was a track, you know, a champion track coach. Um, like he is beloved in the region right. for you know his his skill at getting very uh, highly trained kids com- competitions and stuff. Sorry, grown up words. I don't have them. 
you know, he was always, yeah, he was always honest about our weight, even though I wasn't a runner, you know, he was always like, you know, I get a little junk out of that trunk, Darce, you know, and stuff like that. And so the whole family is, is obsessed with our weight. And then one time we come home and my sister had lost a buttload of weight and was wearing like a size two. And our aunt said, um, she comes over to me and very quiet. She's like, your sister's too thin. I'm worried about your sister. <laughs> and I'm like, and six Could months anybody, ago, she was too yeah. heavy. And it was like, what? Can, can we please? Oh, see, and ours, well, you know, my mother, towards the end of her life, had lost a lot of weight. Mm. And, you know, it wasn't, it was a couple things. She wasn't moving, so she was like, I'm just not hungry, you know. Mm. And she just, you know, she wasn't well. So yeah. I remember somebody saying, oh, you look, so, it's awesome. It's so awesome that you've lost so much weight. And I was like, no, it's not awesome. Um, because she's so ill go, and feeling crappy, and that's why. And, so it could go the other way, yeah. too. Like, oh, my gosh, you look so good. And it's like, no, because she's, you know, mm -hmm. getting ready to go into hospice. Thanks so much. Right. It's not so awesome. It's not awesome. I want my juicy so, mommy I mean, back, <laughs> you know. I mean, here's the thing. There's no reason to comment on a person's weight, period, mm -mm. one way or the other. Mm. We we talk about this all the time, but seriously. Mm. Um, I hate that. You look so great if you lost weight. And I'm like, I literally will say to people, well, I don't know because I don't own a scale. Right. But thank you for the compliment. I've been with you when somebody who we won't mention because we want to get this person on the show um, <laughs> <laughs> said to you, you look great. Have you lost weight? And you said, no, I most certainly have not. And they were like, oh, okay. You just look great and walked away. And I was well, like, no, right I on. remember who that was. Actually, that person pivoted and said, well, good for you. Okay. Like he realized in him, in that moment. They, they, I was trying to, <laughs> yes. Well, he, we didn't say the name, so yeah. you'll not know. We're going to have many male guests, but I, and he might even remember this, actually. Right. But in that moment, he realized the mistake. Right. And and pivoted and turned it around. Yeah. And so hopefully that was like a little teaching moment for him. And I try not to be rude because when somebody's giving you a compliment and saying you look good. But you can leave it at that. It's, it's like, just do. I'm, we're telling y'all because y'all need to know. Just leave it at that. Or say, yeah. you're glowing. You look good. That you look color fantastic looks great today. on you. Whatever. Yeah, I'll tell you something. When uh, my dad and stepmom came to visit once. Um, you know, I've always been a big girl. She's not known me as anything other than a big girl, you know, and she, they stop at the house and we're going to do dinner and our things. And me and my sister were there and she hugs us both. She's the nicest lady in the world. She's if you're sweet. listening, <laughs> She's very and sweet. this meant so much to me. She gave us both hugs and she goes, you both look so beautiful and healthy and you're shining and glowing. And I was just like, I got goosebumps just right now because that meant yeah. so much to me that she just said, nobody ever looks at me and says, you look so healthy because I'm big. People assume right. I'm a ticking time bomb. Right. The I'm not. The death, fats. the death fats. The death fats show, the death fats podcast. But yeah. And it was like, it meant so much to me. I've never, I've never forgotten that. I never will That's forget very that. Cool. And she's a nurse. Yeah. So for She's her a to very, be, very you know, lovely lady. She, I, I really, uh, yeah. I, I really like her a lot. She's lovely. Um, Couldn't have gotten luckier, really, yeah. for stepmom. So that's for um, sure. I mean, I think we 
we're going so many different directions. But hey, have you met us? Some of you haven't, but this is what we do. Welcome to our show. This is what we do. That's what it's called. That's the the history of why it's called. And another thing is because we often go off track and go, hey, and you know what? Another thing. Yes. That's Um, the whole point. (laughs) I think, you know, everything is like, what would you say to your 10-year-old self? But I think there's something in that. Mm. You know, when you have the years and you have the... You know, you have the the life experience behind you and you just say, what what, what, what would I say to, you know? Mm. I thought I was literally a bad person if I ate French fries instead of getting cottage cheese. Right. I thought I was literally a bad person if I had, you know, second helpings or snuck a candy bar from the Halloween bowl or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because I was always taught that's bad. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be bad today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be good. I'm going to have a salad. I'm going to be bad. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really had to, that was the first thing I had to teach myself that a bad person is somebody who like kicks a little old lady out of her wheelchair mm-hmm. or burns and down steals an orphanage. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad a bad is person. Not, bad is not having an extra piece of garlic <laughs> right, bread or, right. you know, cheese, uh, you know. Or cheat, quote, cheating on your diet. I posted this uh, during the holidays on my Facebook page that you can cheat on a test you can cheat on your significant other. You cannot cheat on food. Right. So enjoy your treat day. Right. I call it a treat day. I have to watch my sugar so I can't eat whatever the hell I want all the time. But I was like, on Thanksgiving, I will. On Christmas, I will. And I'm not going to feel bad Fourth about it. Fourth of July. You, you know, know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And, and it's there's a always going to be something. There's always going to be yeah. something. And I think, I mean, we keep coming back to food because obviously that's something that... That's the root of all... Of Probably the our, ba- the foundation, our, yeah. the basement, yeah. yeah. Um, but whatever it is, I mean, I, I think everybody has something. Oh, you're too tall. Oh, you're not as coordinated as everybody mm. else. Oh, you'll you'll never be a dancer. You're not, you know, mm. um, you're not graceful. I mean, whatever. Everybody... You're too tall to be a gymnast. You're too skinny to do this. You're too, you know, you got childbearing hips, you know, right. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, just stop. Can we just all stop pointing out each other's um, insignificances? That's not the word I want. Flaws, whatever. Right. But it's like your flaws aren't even necessarily your flaws. flaws it's just right. how you are. You're right. you're born the way you're born physically. And even though um, you can possibly lose weight, but if, if the only thing you can eat is sticks and weeds to maintain a certain weight, then your body is telling you, you're not supposed to be this way. Well, and how many, <laughs> you know? how many models mm. are, you know, when they were lauded as being the most beautiful women in the world, you know, they come out and say right now, I was sicker than I've ever been uh-huh. in my life. I was living on cigarettes yeah. and yeah. champagne and, and lettuce leaves. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. It's just not. And, you know, and then leading into, for me, a lot of it also, like I mentioned before, has to do with uh, our religion and the, um, if you're not good enough, if you're not perfect enough, if you're not, if you you, and you never and deserve knows, love. And God knows, and God knows, yeah. right? He's watching, he's watching, he's watching. And out of one side of their mouth, they're saying, you're perfectly and wonderfully made in the image of God himself. Right. Then on the other hand, they're going, but you are lowlier than the worm that crawls the ground and you don't deserve his love. But he gives it to you anyway, anyway just because. And I'm just like, that's the craziest he thing. He died for your double he chin. He did. 
for your muffin top. <laughs> and your dampled ass. Yes. It's it's crazy. Like, like everything is very, like, mixed for me and into that. It was all just a, a big swirl of you're not worthy. Yeah. And... And I come, you know, in an era where Gen Xers and we didn't know what we didn't know about how to speak to children when they were very young back in the oh, 70s. Absolutely. You know, we know better now. And, and I've been a nanny. And so one thing I'm really conscious of and always have been is how I speak to a child that is in my care. And I always make sure that I know like when I was my mom had me very young. So she was just a kid who had a kid. And so. Through no fault of her own, for that reason, she wasn't the most doting mother. Like, she was busy. She was trying to survive, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, in a lot of ways, my mom, too. Although yeah. I was the fourth, but, mm. you know, she had... And I was the oldest, so the experiment. Yeah. Right. You know, all the things all the things you do wrong, you do wrong mostly with your first kid. Right. And it's just like... And, and so it just wasn't a childhood where... Um, there was a was constant praising or, or lifting up or anything right. and 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 again i just want to express to any family members listening um i love my mom and i know she did the absolute best she could but you don't know what you don't know Absolutely. and, and my you don't mom, know how to speak to a child and and, you and know. my mom didn't get it from her parents either well her her father my grandfather was was pretty mm. you know mushy gushy but my grandma, God bless her, I love her, may she rest in peace, but she was not a warm woman. Mm. Um, you know, she showed her love through food, which, you know, mm. my mom too. But it's so funny, I, I mean, I mean, really, my mom had amazing qualities, but being a, a nurturer was not one of them. Mm. My mother was in, life, I think she in did, certain but. ways. Like, my mother is, this is where I think I get my love for babies. My mom is madly in love with babies. She just loves them. So I have no doubt that when I was a baby, she was smothering me with kisses and hugs right. and all that stuff. But then when I got upright and I could cause trouble and I was, I was a, she used to say. The bad child. Well, no, she used no. to say, you weren't naughty. You were just so busy. <laughs> she like, <laughs> She couldn't keep up with me. She's like, you didn't know you were doing something, you know. I got in her makeup one time. She, God bless her, she fell asleep on the couch because um, she's a single mom and exhausted and working jobs and dealing with a child and young herself and fell asleep on the couch one day and I got into her makeup and I just thought I was so pretty and I woke her up and I was like, how pretty I am, mommy. And she was like, wow, <laughs> you know, but. I was it, a hair cutter. I would oh. cut my own hair. I would go in the other room with some scissors and come out with, yeah, wow. that was my thing. Look, I cut my hair. I was at, one time I tried to wash my own hair and I didn't understand that you had to rinse the shampoo out. <laughs> so that was fun. But the I think the worst thing I ever did is um, I thought I was going to make breakfast for mom and I tried to make pancakes and I knew enough to take the Bisquick and mix it with some water in a bowl um, but then I just poured it right directly on the stove without a pan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, mom was oh, not. Bless you. Yes. Was, that was me. It was always a good intention. It was I was always coming from a place of I want to impress you. I want to I'm trying to get your love. Right. I know. As I'm sitting here, it occurs to me I'm trying to get your love. And so if I was I always only trying to do, do this something. one more thing. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I know. And I've done that in relationships with men. 
I will 100% admit that I've done that in relationships with Mm -hmm. men. Maybe if I do this, you'll stay. Maybe if I, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, this all fucks us up so much. I know. We need. We should have a shrink on retainer when we we're done should. with our shows to to, to do a debriefing after our podcast. Well, that's why we drink wine. <laughs> that's why we drink exactly. wine the whole time. And if any of you have vineyards or connections, yes. we really want a vineyard to um to sponsor yes. us. <laughs> Particularly, I would like to reach out to Amplify Wines. Um, they make my favorite Chardonnay. It's it's a great little company. Um. Uh, they, it's a husband and wife team and the husband used to be in the music industry. So it's amplify wine. So that nice. makes sense for that. But every one of their, um, vintages or whatever are named after something musical. My Chardonnay that I love is called Duke and Ella. Oh, that's nice. And that's so they're all nice. named like that. So we would love to talk to amplify wines, but anyway, that's another thing. And another, another thing. thing. <laughs> uh, so, um, Hey, if you like what you're hearing, uh, please follow us. Yes. Um, you can follow us at and another thing TV. No, yes. another thing TV is okay. So if Facebook were at another thing TV, Instagram were at another thing TV. You can find us on YouTube at another thing TV.com. And uh, please give us your comments and stuff. And if We'd you have an opportunity to, to do that. Yes. And we yep. do um, also do taped shows, mm-hmm. um, and that will we uh, they usually land on Mondays mm-hmm. on Facebook and Tuesdays on Instagram or both. Darcy knows they're more both. Of the they're both. They're generally stuff. Mondays. Yeah. And we have our Mark the intern who is our whiz at doing yes. all things. Um, yeah, getting this podcast up for us. So we are. Yeah, we do visual shows, web series every other week, and this podcast every week. You'll notice that. Um, the shows that we do, that we film, that's our podcast. We just um, share that for you to listen to instead of watch. But you have the opportunity to go and watch if you want to. Absolutely. And we have a bunch of old episodes, too. Like we said, we've been doing this for four years. So yeah. um, check us out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, find us. Please give us comments. We want to mm-hmm. hear from you. Uh, what what messed you up as a kid? Mm. What are you working on? What did you get over? What have you gotten over? What are you still working on? Yeah. And know that, um, and don't beat yourself up if you're not like 100,000% healed. These, these things are, you know, our parents and their parents were not encouraged to talk about this and figure out what their problems were. They packed them away in a box in their brain and then they took it out of their children (laughs) or other people. Right. And figure out how to deal with this, you know. Or like when, you know, I was thinking about, you know, our parents, were your parents boomers technically? Yes. I yes. Believe. Okay. My parents were boomers, and boomers were raised by the greatest generation, um, which I believe they also call the silent generation because they don't talk about right. their shit. Right. People who lived through the depression. So it's no wonder our grandmothers were saying what they were saying about us because you know they probably spent a particular number of years of their lives starving. Well, you know, not only that, hungry. I mean. <clears throat> Um, my grandmother, even with horrible arthritis, would walk, you know, two miles mm. to the butcher shop every day or whatever. Wow. Because they only had one car, you know. Or yeah. even at one point, I think they didn't have a car because my grandfather totaled it. But that's a whole <laughs> oh my other God. story. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, people didn't talk. 
Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm lucky that my parents did at one point when they were having really bad marital problems, they did go for therapy. Oh, lovely. Um, and my mom, you know, swears that I, I'll never forget his name was Lester Cohen. Lester Cohen saved their marriage. Oh, <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm lucky that they were a little bit self-aware enough to do that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, yeah. it's tough. And we have to be graceful with that too. We have to be understanding that they, they only know what they know and, until they know how to do better, they're not going to do better. And that's not malicious. No. You know what I mean? Not at all. Yeah. It's not. That they're just existing as themselves and they're the experts of their own experience. And well, so... and, and you said it exactly. They're kids having kids. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom yeah. at one point was, I think she was 21 and she had three children in diapers. At that's the same, insane. You know. I can't even imagine. I don't think I could keep a goldfish when I was 21. <laughs> Maybe like a carnival yeah. goldfish. Yeah, um, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. we tried to end the show and then I dribbled on. <laughs> but anyway, so find us on the interwebs, anotherthingtv.com, Facebook at anotherthingtv, Instagrams at anotherthingtv. You can also follow me personally, Darcy Monet, on Instagram at provocalist. You can also find me on Facebook if you actually you can stalk me like hell if you just Google my name. Yes, um, and I'm and at Kella G. On Instagram, Kellala G on the Twitters, and uh, Kelly Comedy or with Com- K's. K's on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Um, so, yes, find us, um, mm. let us know what you're thinking, mm-hmm. and thanks so much for listening. We stay safe, it. stay sane, and healthy and hopeful. And erase those tapes. Amen, sister. See you next time. Bye.